Come on over, come on over, baby. Welcome to episode 51 of the People's Podcast Show. I figured if I start the episode out on level 10, then y'all won't have to be surprised when it gets loud in the (laughs) middle of the episode. So welcome back. We missed you. We know that you missed us. It is your girl, Miss Amber Nicole here. I'm your homegirl, Miss Asian Michelle. And it's your boy, HJ, on the mic. And we got the homie, the big homie, the OG, Uncle Ra in the building, as always. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We miss you guys. Um, Thank you once again for tuning in to episode 51. We're going to get right into the show today um, and start off how we always do to our loyal listeners. Thank you to our new listeners. Thank you. Um, We typically start the show off with our favorite segment. Well, my favorite segment, it's called happy hour and happy hour is just a few minutes where we sit around the table, explain to you guys how our week has been, how work has been, how our personal lives have been. And we give you the tea on us so you can catch up with us. Hopefully you have a drink or a glass of water or a cup of coffee or something in your hand. And we're going to raise our imaginary glasses and toast to you. So cheers. To cheers. you, thank you once again for tuning into another clink, episode. Clink. So, who would like to start off happy hour this week? I'll start and I'll be very, very quick. And plus, my happy hour is like super trash. <laughs> so, uh, the past, so we 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 missed a week with you guys, and the week before that is a blur to me. No, it was, no, it wasn't like it was trash too. But so this week was trash. Um, however, I'm here. I'm excited to be in the studio on Thursday, um, the past weekend, Saturday, um, woke up in a terrible funk, very, very terrible funk, probably the worst that I have have had in a very long time. Decided to cheer myself up by taking my truck to get washed for like the first time, and she looks beautiful yes. and smells amazing after. Georgia. Georgia. Yes. Like, she was Georgia. living her life on Saturday. And um, then me and Georgia decided that we would go to brunch and watch Ratchet TV while sitting at this bougie restaurant. (laughs) So I turned on my phone and I was watching like Love After Lockup and 90 Day Fiance while sitting and having brunch. And it was good. Then I went home and did nothing. I fell asleep Saturday evening at like seven o'clock. So I was sleeping out for the day by seven. Sunday, didn't do anything, um, but I did, in the evening, decided to interact with the public for a very good reason to um, celebrate the launch of Maje Wines. Um, Congratulations to Maje Wines on the launch of that beautiful, beautiful uh, wine that they created. Um, The rest of the week has just been work. Um, I had a death in my family this week, so going through those motions um and rest in peace to my auntie um she was very young but um there's that and so yeah life you know um has been happening but it is a very good thing to know that even despite like terrible things happening um that you could still wake up and just truck through it and being able to do that and know that you're able to do that is an amazing thing. So that's my happy hour. I'm happy to be in the studio recording this amazing podcast. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, my um, my weekend the last week, uh, I'm, I'm guessing I'm guessing it was good because I'm here. I'm on this side of the ground and I am excited to be amongst the living. So, I mean, 
my weekend I cannot remember I remember ending it off with um um going to Majay Wines and like having tons of like fun with my friends and the people um it was great seeing a lot of people that um, I haven't seen in a long time like uh we didn't have a 10-year anniversary for high school so um I saw a couple people from high school there so it was a fun time seeing them hugging them catching up like it was just like crazy um I wouldn't say it was like high school again but it was more so we're in our mature state and I love the fact that we are in another um stage of our life um my week um my week was very um I wouldn't say questionable it was more so along the lines of um me let's just say growth um I was tested in a way earlier this week that I could have ended up on the um, I want to say 11 o'clock news because th- this incident happened around around like 6, 6 o'clock. I could have ended up on the 11 o'clock news as um, the black man went crazy oh. and he hit somebody upside the head with a with a stool. Mm. But, um, you know, I more so took the other way out of it and I um, just bite the bullet because, you know, sometimes... You got to really think. And um, I kind of look back at my life. And when I was younger, I more so uh, acted before I thought about it. And now I more so think about it and notice that I have a lot of things to lose nowadays. Mm -hmm. So it was just like, yo, um, why am what what am I going to get from acting crazy? Um, so yeah, so, you know, I kind of give myself a round of applause, not even a pat on the back, a round of applause, because, you know, honestly, it could have gone a different way, Mm -hmm. but, um, nonetheless, I'm here. Um, my week, my work week was very, very good. I had a meeting, my first meeting that I oversaw and I handled very well. You know, I double checked and I triple checked some of it because, you know, um, I'm a very, 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 um, I'm I'm like a person for detail. So when when I think that I'm done looking at um, a document or a presentation, I like I double and triple check it. And it's not the fact that I um, think that I'm going to find a mistake, but it's more so that I know I want to give my best because one thing you can't give back is a first impression. And Mm -hmm. my presentation was the first time they ever um, they saw of they saw of me um i haven't said it but um guys i have a new job (laughs) i mean i know i haven't um, updated my linkedin and i haven't um announced that i'm probably was a lot some of y'all if you are a regular listener you probably noticed me saying different things but i made my um my 90 days so i can say it now you know i'm i'm not too too superstitious superstitious What's superstitious, superstitious, Mm -hmm. superstitious, (laughs) superstitious. I'm not too superstitious, but I just like to give some time to get acclimated um, with the job. Um, It felt feels good to be in another stage in my life, learning new things and um, more so just enjoying the freedom um, and then seeing new things and new people. Um, So I love it. Um, and now I'm here on a Thursday with my friends. Um, we had a great pre-production. I really enjoyed it. My, um, since Mercury is in its retrograde, I feel like my, um, 
my creativity and everything has been heightened. So um, I'm really enjoying the ride. Like, I, 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 I just enjoy it. So, yeah, um, we're here on this Thursday. And um, my voice may sound seductive. And it's because I, I stepped outside. <laughs> you know. It's your boy HJ. <laughs> nah, not the uh, quiet storm. <laughs> quiet storm. <laughs> but yeah, yo. Um. So yeah. Nonetheless, I uh, went to a probate last night. So you know, I have to shout out to my my young boys, Fall Nineteen, uh, Five Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated. Because you know, this is my ten year anniversary. So you know, I had to step out and just shout them out. Um. But yeah, that's my weekend. Ain't nobody gonna take it back from me because it's already hey. done. Well then. Um, very happy to hear that you two had productive and relaxing weeks. Um, despite your loss in your family, mm-hmm. Asia. Once again, on behalf of the show, we are um sorry to hear that. Thank you. Um, my past one day <laughs> has been an eye opener, to say the least. Um, but it's also been a chance for me to just realize that sometimes you gotta let whack motherfuckers be whack and also realize that you were a lot of people's I was one person's silver lining Mm -hmm. and I found out some news that you know at this point in my life, I'm just like, nah. Like, that's not where I want it to be. That's not that's not who I want to be associated with. And, you know, if you know me, know me. You know that I've been dealing with some shit this year. And I finally have received some closure on a really big thing. And I'm just, like, dealing with those emotions right now. So, on one hand, I'm, like, super fine. And then on the other hand, it's like, what the fuck? Um... But I do know that I will be, I will get through it. I know that it's, you know, nothing is forever. That's right. Um, you know, the this too shall pass is what I think that's what they I say. I was just say about to like, say that. Congratulations to you. Yeah, because, it's like, been a long motherfucking time be coming. Happy a whole New Year to you. New like, thing. like now we're past that. Like, it's, oh my god, oh, we're past this now. Oh my now god, now you get to see what you have coming for you. Oh like, my god, it was like a dark you. cloud over me, and you. it was just preventing I know it's me tough, but from doing mad shit. And I'm just like, nah, like why am I, why am I like sad like what because i'm doing a hell of a fucking lot better than the motherfucker that did me dirty so (sighs) like it's like why why are you why are you like this is what you wanted Mm. and i'm as the days go by i'll get better and better but you know actually it ain't no but it Mm. just is you know what i'm saying it's literally like fuck that shit it is i'm saying it is. it is so fuck that shit and so good yes like i am just so happy that i have received the closure that i have been looking for for the better part of 2019 and when i tell you on july on january fucking i mean sorry on december 31 11 59 59 (laughs) like i am going to be like so welcoming of the year 
not only just 2020, but the fact that it's a new decade, mm-hmm. the fact that this is our journey to 40, like, this shit is fucking real. Word up. And, like, I am so happy and so I'm also very particular about who I am bringing on this journey with me and who the fuck is staying in the year 2019. I am grateful for 2019, but I am not sad to see it the fuck go. I will tell you that much. Thank you. So that's my happy hour. Just that, you know, anybody out there going through some shit, listen, this too shall pass. Mm -hmm. That situation does not define you. And you cry your tears and you do what you got to do and you keep it the fuck trucking. Mm -hmm. Because life will certainly go the fuck on with or without you. And you cannot afford to not go along with the shit. So, with that being said, let's get into our second segment of the show. It is called Thriving While Black. I think Miss Asia Michelle has somebody that she would like to shout out for our Thriving While Black segment. Just to give you a little bit of a background on what this segment is about. Um, Joe actually has one too. We took the word or the, the quote driving while black which typically has a negative connotation to it and we flipped it on its head and gave it a positive connotation but it still directly um relates to our black and brown community so we are talking about people from our particular communities the minority community um who are doing good things for those around them whether it's celebrities whether it's local heroes whoever whoever it may be we just want to use our platform to shout these people out and give them their flowers while they can still smell them so asia take it away uh so uh i'll be very i won't be i'm not being very quick on purpose however i do have like two um little tidbits to give shout outs to for thriving wild black i do want to give a very um Special shout out and congratulations to the debate team of Howard Ooh. University who won um, their second debate in yes. a row. Um, this is the second year they won in a row. Um, this year they won against Harvard University. Amazing. So I wanted to give a shout out to the Howard University debate team. I believe they d- debated two topics. One was uh, Donald Trump's impeachment, and then the other was uh, Rock Nation's involvement in the NFL. Nice. Mm. Um, so those were two very good uh, topics to debate, um, and they did very well and came out on the winning side. Um, nice. However, I would like to give a shout out to two students from Harvard University, one um, named uh, James, who is of our of Indian descent, and Ify, who is a black woman. These two students together are running for Harvard University's undergraduate council president and vice nice. president. Nice. Come on. Um, and if I don't know if you guys have been on social media today, it's Thursday, but they came out with this dope ass like campaign video promo video. I actually saw that it was, and, it was like hip hop. Right? Yes, yeah. and I was just very proud to see something like that going on on Harvard's campus. Mm-hmm. Um, they are running mates, James and Ify, and this campaign video has more than just Harvard talking about it. It's not a catchy song. Like, they really got to dance and everything to it. And it's basically the platform that James and Ify are running their campaign on. And so it's this, like, diversity and inclusion platform. And Mm -hmm. also, it's just like Harvard students don't, 
like they look like us too and they yep. get down too and they right. have a good time too so i'm very proud to see that and i don't think that this is just you know uh uh video for showmanship just because they are people of color i um have read that they have plans to back up their goals of inclusivity um problem solving and create they created a community oriented experience for students laid out on their website so um you can definitely follow at james and iffy on instagram that's j-a-m-e-s-a-n-d-i-f-y um just to learn more about what they have coming up and i know that a lot of the students at harvard are just excited to see like two students of color running for positions of leadership and that's a big thing to be happening at harvard so i wanted to shout out Harvard's Iffy and James and also the Howard University debate team. Nice. Shout out to you for thriving while black. Woo! Hey, hey, hey. Dope. Um my my thriving while black came last minute because it popped in my head as soon as um Amber said, Oh, thriving while black. I want to shout out to um Cook's Kitchen in Rawway, New Jersey on Monroe Street. You know, for those that may know me closely, I've been a pescatarian for almost five years now. And um, you know I love my my seafood. And for those that can cook seafood very, very well, make it more flavorful than others um you know i'll come to you and i keep coming um but i want to shout out to um De deshaun cook who's the c ceo of cook's kitchen and i've been there twice and you know each time that i've been there they have shouted me out each time because you know um I like to meet the people when I come out there, you know, it's not only the people's podcast that I'm representing. I'm representing all everyone out there that's black. And um, so I go in and I everyone that 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 is working there, they give me great, phenomenal um, customer service. So, you know, that's what keeps me coming. So shout out to those that um, that work there as well. But I want to shout out to the CEO, which is a black man. Mm -hmm. And you know that he's doing very, 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 very well because it's just like he is, he's open on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And he's... <laughs> uh -huh. Like when I'm telling you every time I'm there, they are, um, they are packed. Mm -hmm. um, and... You know, seafood is expensive, but he's making it very, very affordable for those around in the community. I mean, right. I live in a Union County area, which is, well, depending on those part, which part that you, you stay in could be expensive, can be not. But regardless of what it is, yeah, I love the fact that I can see that black men are doing something out there. And, you know, we we barely... Um, give the, the the like amber says the roses on the, the the roses so they can smell them now like um we we we're so and i'm i say we i mean um society are so first to say or quick to say like yo um he he beat this woman or he's about to go to jail because of this nah he's out here doing his thing um i know i really don't know too much about um mr deshaun cook but you know i want to say a shout out to him because like yo first impressions is everything i'm big on first impressions and you know what i have seen what i am seeing from your establishment is very 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 good and i mean it's very very promising as well so i want to say shout out to you and um thank you father while thriving while black Good shit. <clears throat> so thank you guys for those wonderful shout outs for our thriving while black segment now we're going to roll right into 
um, probably a lot of you guys' favorite part of the show called The Socials. And if you have been rocking with us for the past few episodes, you know that we have changed our socials to have specific segments now. We're trying to get into all parts of social news, um, new news, and give you guys not just celebrity news or not just TV news, but we want to give you guys all sides of the spectrum. So we're going to start off this part of the socials with our TV segment, which is handled by none other than HJ on the mic. Joe, you want to tell us about your segment? Yo, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? You know, your boy, when he's bored, when he's up late at night, when he wakes up <laughs> early in the morning, and even when, I don't even want to say the last part, Ooh. but <laughs> I'm, I'm always, it like, I always love to know what's on the tube. I mean, yeah. and not, not only... Um, reality TV, but I also love to see what new ideas, what innovative um thoughts that people ha- are coming up with to keep us in the loop. Not mm-hmm. only in the loop, but keep us interested yeah. into the television, whether it's on YouTube, whether it's on Facebook, whether it's on um your your big screen te- television movies. I love to be there to to not only show you support, but also like talk about talk about it, whether I like it or not. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So you know, I'm in charge of the tube. So let's find out what's on the tube. We we've been gone for a week. So um, the Harriet Tubman movie, when that Pharaoh chariot comes, <laughs> I'm gonna leave you. Ooh. Yo, the Harriet Tubman movie it premiered um last November first, two thousand nineteen, and um. I went to go see it on the second day and I really, really enjoyed it. One thing I can say, it kept me on my toes mm-hmm. and it kept me inspired because like I understand we already during Black Hair Sigma already hear about those the story of Harriet Tubman yeah. but the fact that I get to see it and then be a part of it um, was very very inspirational to me because the fact that um, Harriet went out there and she got to freedom but she was not really freed until everybody her family was freed as well um one quote that i was putting during um during the weekend of the premiere of the movie one one quote that that really stood by me that she said was um i could have saved a thousand more people if they knew that they were enslaved too mm-hmm. and it's like one thing if you like it's not gonna be a spoiler alert um because i hopefully y'all see it by the time the show comes out but one thing that i i know really hurt harriet really um for so much was the fact that she saved everybody in her family except for her sister she saved her. She her sister was the only one that was so afraid to leave. She even saved her sister's daughter and son as well. Mm. So it was just like, yo, that was very, very inspiring because she was just like people kept telling her that she couldn't do something, and she kept bringing more, more, more people. Right. Um, I, even in pre-production, I was talking about how um, I related back to the Bible times when um when Moses brought the people to the river and they they've been traveling for however many days they were traveling um for and when they got to that river they they lost all hope mm-hmm. Moses probably was a little afraid but yet he had to show the people like yo I've done this 
I know I got faith. And that's what I what, what I saw in Harriet too. Right. And I mean, what was so freaking sad was the fact that this great movie that was being premiered, um, the 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 main character, she she was still getting scrutinized because oh she was she wasn't of a certain decent yeah it was she's like she's so, not American right like so freaking what she played that freaking role mm -hmm. like she made me believe and one thing that I knew was I looked to my left and I looked to my right and there was a lot of whites in the oh, movie whites. theater mm -hmm. and I was just like they is getting a history lesson yeah you don't only learn about black history during February February you learn about it in November and too. I appreciate that they put this movie out in, in November, November and not in black history Month. so I say and one thing that really disappointed me too is I would have given it four and a half stars but IMDB gave it three stars and I was like well it deserves more but you know the people's podcast you know trumps that <laughs> let me stop no like pun intended it. <laughs> so um this um other than that television has been like very very disappointing uh, you know i am very disappointed in this week's episode of empire um uh, i'm I, I can see how they are ready for this 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 series to be canceled mm -hmm. based off of everything that is is transpiring and i'm like yo what the hell is going on i i like the fact that they're showing today's society that going going to um to see a therapist is okay mm -hmm. because um what we think that we can diagnose necessarily can't yeah. be diagnosed and it's better to to talk it out whether it's with a close family member or someone that is um that that studied it so right. i love the fact that cookie is going to see to see a therapist but everybody else in there i'm sitting up here like yo what is going the frick on yeah um along with that i'm sure that everybody saw last week's episode of of power like who shot you who like really shot ghosts like Lord. i mean like everybody walking up to re talking about joe you the one that did this in two weeks episode and like, did you see i don't want to spoil nothing for y'all but but there was a photo circulating around instagram today that's that what i don't want to say because i don't want to fucking get fuck that's up fine for that's okay no i'm not gonna say i'll tell you off the air no, no, say it. That this means is, you didn't see it. Yet. This is what's on the tube. I didn't see it. I know. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin it for the listeners. Okay. Well, they got four days to see it. They got sweet beans, <laughs> <laughs> sweet macaroni. <laughs> what, 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 what happened? I can't say. Okay. Well, it's not about this season. It's about this. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I mean, like, it's a whole bunch of stuff. Like, I kind of really think that ghosts because this this. Uh, mid-season finale like because he was he, he saw all these ghosts angela um 50 came back like i just feel like it's just his like everything has been um it's coming up to him and he like is just fearing feeling anxiety that yeah. who he who's about to come get him not only that in that last episode i did feel like ghost felt really really entitled stay tuned to um my word on the street like yo he had like he doesn't like he forgot who got him to that point yeah like you were you like you didn't get to that point on your own and what really gave me um i like i had a epiphany on watching um empire not empire power like he has a woman for each stage of his life he sure does he 
for he had Tasha when he was like in slinging the rocks or whatever. He had Angela when he was trying to transition from slinging the rocks to getting clean, and now he has um, Ramona? Ramona from the heat of the night. <laughs> like I show my friends, always gonna be funny. I today. show my friends if y'all don't know what the heat of the night is, I need y'all to Google the heat of the night and see the light skinned woman. I can't remember her names, but I show my friends. Who I was talking about, and they agree with me. They look the same. I think the lady Ramona in power borrowed the lady in the heat of the she night wigs. Her, her mm. face, her wig, and everything. They look like the they same just person. They don't got the same mouth. They don't got the same mouth. Mm -hmm. But you know, um, along with that, the tube has been. I mean, the the um, the the TV has been a little bit dry this week. I just feel like there's no creativity going on in in television right now mm -hmm. um i guess it's whether it's like the holiday season or what it is but um it's been very very dry um so you know i had to switch the channel to netflix this week so i went to netflix and i mean i'm happy that i'm not so much behind but um i'm i'm not behind but i am behind i watched like i attempted to watch this series called um raising dion and it came raising Dion um, came out on October fourth, um, two thousand nineteen, and it's about a single mother who um, hid her sons from he. She had to hit, hide her sons' um, supernatural power to protect him from the world. But I didn't even know about this because the first thirty minutes of it, not even thirty minutes, they had ten minutes in for me, and I was sitting up there like, "Yo, what the fuck is going on? Mm -hmm. Like this badass little boy Dion need his ass whooped." <laughs> But I kept getting a lot of recommendations, um, little messages telling me that I need to watch um, Raising Dion. So, you know, um, upon y'all request, I watched it. And I mean, it's very interesting. No, that shit is boring. I'm trying to get to the end. The badass boy got magical powers and he <laughs> is trying his best to like maneuver through life. Like he is like in the second grade and he's like trying to like come into kind of have a come to Jesus moment with like. Oh, how to like handle these powers and I just want Michael B. Jordan to just come back because Michael B. Jordan is playing his father just to come back because he was taken away by this thunderstorm and I just want him to come back and just teach him how to do how to utilize his power and be the end of the series like not the whole series I'm just <laughs> what series you need to bring back is seven seconds but y'all not trying to bring it back just yet but you know this ends my week on the tube. Oh, it sounds exhausting. It was very exhausting. Very exhausting, friends. All right, friend. Well, thank you so much for giving us what's on the tube this week. Our next um, new segment of the socials is the celebrity news by your homegirl. Yes. Oh, so there's been so much going on. Um, it's like so much, but not a, not a lot going on um, in the celebrity news world. Actually, no, there's a bunch of bullshit going on. The reason why I say it's not a lot is because who cares, but I guess we should care a little bit enough yeah. to talk shit about it. So I, I'm not sure if you guys know, but um, comedian Monique has decided to sue Netflix oh, for that. gender and race discrimination. Mm. Um, and she decided to let the world know that and... 
a, what I like to call an iOS press release <laughs> on her social media. But I just want to read the caption that she posted. The caption at her um, Instagram handle, which is the real mo <coughs> worldwide. Oh. Um, she says, in all caps. Lawsuit against Netflix! <laughs> exclamation point! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Mm. I love us for real. I love us <laughs> for us? real. That's what and Monique she says. Say in the thing, um, which was probably written in her notes app. Um, hey, my loves. Yes, so <laughs> that's what I was gonna read. It. So she started yeah, this post, this iOS press release. I'm gonna try to read it like Monique. I gotta take Let my me hear this. And Hi, my loves. Ooh. I confirm <laughs> that today. I filed a paid discrimination lawsuit against Netflix. Oh. I had a choice to make. I could accept what I felt was paid discrimination, or I could stand up for those who came before me. Oh. Those, who, <laughs> like those who will come after me. I chose to stand up. Mm. I don't have any further comment at this time, but I appreciate all of your support and love. She need to, so okay, she it. Let me tell you, she love us for real. So she has decided to sue Netflix for um. You, we all know like the whole debacle that went on because she was getting offered way less to do a special on Netflix yeah. than other comedians have. So according to NBC News, she's taking action for what she feels is discrimination against her race and gender. Now. Let's make sure we put respect on Monique's name. She's an Oscar-winning actress. She's a seasoned comedian, all-around veteran in entertainment, right? Um, but with her behavior a few months ago um, and her offer from Netflix, it kind of took some of us sure. aback, I being one of them. Um, but I guess it's because Netflix reportedly offered her um, – Way less than other comedians like Amy Schumer, who they offered thirteen million for her comedy special. Eddie Murphy seventy million, um, but only offered Monique five hundred thousand dollars. So right. there lies the problem. Listen, I will be the first one to say, fight for your. You have every right to fight for what you want. Um, did I agree with her behavior during that? And the things that she did and how it went about, mm -hmm. not necessarily because I also felt like she was outwardly influenced by her husbandger, mm. who mm -hmm. um, that's exactly that right. that's the was, second one though, ain't wasn't the one before him her manager too? I didn't know she had one before him. Boyfriend right. or something was her manager. Mm -hmm. I think she him. need to sit so, her behind down and <laughs> sit her ass down mm -hmm. until she get a divorce. And stand back up because she ain't doing it for nobody but her damn self and her husband. Yeah. So, you know, I just felt like a lot of her decision making <laughs> and the, her behavior throughout that process was being influenced. And therefore, that's why I didn't really look that good to the public. Mm -hmm. Could I ask a question? Sure. <laughs> In this case, how do you prove wage discrimination? Mm. She ain't been popping. And that's <laughs> Amy my Schumer, thing. like, don't get me wrong, I ain't no big fan of right. Amy Schumer but Amy Schumer been out there mm -hmm. you know what I mean so it's like you know you can't come off a hiatus yeah. and, and then just be like I'm Monique so pay me this but right. okay Monique like you ain't Eddie Murphy right you ain't and Eddie then we Murphy. came in the trail like yeah you was on the the queens of comedy right so we talking like when did that come out 90 what right. I don't know <laughs> and then before queens was um 
um, Comic View and stuff like that, mm-hmm. right? Def Jam mm-hmm. and stuff like that, right? Just in terms of like her accomplishments. Mm-hmm. And if we're comparing those, right, along yeah. with big screen opportunities like Amy Schumer has plenty of, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, you got the Oscar for um, Precious. Take away the Oscar. But what else? Right. Right, it's like mm-hmm. it's like too many gaps in your resume, kind of thing. Oscar, then what we're talking exactly. about? Then what are we talking about? Now right. I'm not saying I don't. Now, like you said, like who's to say what someone uh, is worth? I'm not saying that she's only worth 500k, right? Because that's rich people problems to me. But in the same breath, I also, or I should, I should say, on the other side of that coin, I also kind of understand, like yo. These motherfuckers, not I could see if it was like six million and thirteen million, right? It's five hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Like sis ain't they ain't even give her an M. Mm-hmm. Well, so, but what are these other guys getting? They, she said thirteen of, for Amy. No, I'm 70 not talking for, about them. See, I'm talking about the other guys that's been out on the circuit. Oh yeah, like, sure. There's a lot of like up and coming comedians, yeah. and comedians that are actually really popping, mm-hmm. but just not got a. And big I feel name. like to get a Netflix special, you gotta be some damn body. I feel right. like no. Sure. Right? So you got Mike Epps. You might get one, but you might get five hundred thousand. True. But it could be but you know what it is too? It could be the reason why she's not getting as much money as she expected is because of the things that she have done in her past. Yeah, and like, I mean, her reputation precedes her. Right. So it's just like you can't expect all this money when you done told one of the um wealthiest women. You had invited her to your genitalia that you don't have. Mm. Mm. Let me give you an example I used the other day. What? Back in the day, I was a bad motherfucker. Mm -hmm. I can have sex (laughs) five, six times in a day. Okay, now. I can't have sex five, (laughs) six times in a day now. (laughs) Right. Right. So I can't sell that to a girl now. Mm-hmm. I can't sell uh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back yeah. in the day, yeah. I used to do five. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. I can't do that now. Mm-hmm. Right. So I can't sell you what I used to do. Right. That's you that's very I mean? true. And that's and the that's thing. That's what she's trying to do. She's trying and to sell what she used to do. Because there's too many other motherfuckers coming up. Right. Word. And I would think, like, ideally, what I would have liked to see Monique do in this situation was do that Netflix special for five hundred thousand dollars. Kill them. Kill that shit. Right. And now you can walk into and any. So them that and, you're and worth that for whatever you want it don't have Facts. to be from netflix it could come from hbo right. this time right. it could right. come from somebody like, else prove right. to us that you are Set up a like, tour. like right. she i right. get what she's saying like i don't have to prove myself to no one yeah. but like sis clearly you do because right. you really wanted that some money right, right. so why don't you just do it but like, anyway. and it's like how far is our pride gonna take us she right she's still writing on the coat lately she riding on the coattail of dang mama. She probably gonna right, be on that joint. Like right. <laughs> and Countess don't even mama. sound like that no more. She gonna be like, dang mama. Cause her voice is not like that. It's different now. Oh man, so there goes that. Um, so good luck to you, Monique. Shout I, out to Monique, though. I love her. I, I, no, I absolutely. Love her. Yeah. Um, so good luck to you. I hope that you finally get or attain whatever you're looking for somehow some way um even if this doesn't work out for you Uh, Um, let me throw one thing in there sure i think if i'm i could be wrong but i'm almost sure i'm right dave Chappelle, those first two Mm -hmm. that he put out on netflix those joints he had filmed himself i Mm -hmm. think if i'm correct yeah those weren't yeah Mm -hmm. so she could do some shit like that and then sell it to netflix and now netflix has something to look at Mm -hmm. right exactly there's so many other ways that you know you could put yourself out there and 
be able to attain what it is that you want. You mm-hmm. don't want to necessarily create this bad reputation for yourself because yeah. now it puts a bad taste in everybody's mouth and right. they're not even interested <clears throat> in you like that no more. Sure. Um, speaking of people not being interested in a person, um, there was a workout schedule for this Saturday coming up for um, Colin Kaepernick with the NFL. What? And there is. Oh, however, I was like, damn, it's over now? Right. No, but however, it's now being reported that teams and like these coaches are pulling out damn. of not even showing up. What? Yes. Wait. I um, thought at least three was, I thought, uh, floor, I thought uh, the Dolphins was going to be there, no? Um, I don't know the list of teams that are going to be there. However, um, Adam Schaefer and Ian Rappaport were, were like on top of this and then announcing mm-hmm. how this was happening. But Adam Schaefer today um, uh, tweeted that several executives with teams have reached out as a courtesy to Colin Kaepernick's mm-hmm. reps saying that they couldn't attend Saturday's workout and were confused by the purpose of the NFL scheduling this workout in <laughs> the first place. Wow. So, But yesterday they had like a whole rundown on, on why they were doing it and different motives on how they were doing right. it. Right, so that leads me to my next point was because the conversation initially before this announcement was like, okay, what do we think is the NFL's reason for doing this. Are Mm -hmm. they saving faith? Are they really going to try to, you know, somebody's going to offer him a job? Do we think that Jay-Z had anything to do with this now that Rock Nation is fucking with the NFL? Um, Like, what's going on? But now, with this coming out, I feel like that narrative of even questioning it is like it kind of goes by the wayside because you see that these people are willingly pulling out. I'm like, why did y'all even do this? That's fucked. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and so I feel like I'm very oh, disappointed. Yeah. Right. And but here's the thing. So I have a few things about this. One, you guys know Nessa is Colin's girlfriend, and mm-hmm. Nessa is extremely vocal on this shit on Hot 97 every fucking day. It seems. Um, <laughs> and it's just like. Nessa, you were so fucking mad that Jay-Z decided to have that conversation and Rock Nation had, you know, um, quote unquote, like utilized Colin's name in their deal with the NFL when they probably shouldn't have. Right. Cool. You came down on Jay-Z and Rock Nation super fucking hard, even Beyonce. Right. Because there was, you know, Beyonce and Jay have publicly expressed their support for Colin. But then Colin agrees to work out with the NFL. Hmm. So what the fuck is it? Is it that you don't give a damn about the NFL and you say fuck them forever? Or does he really want a job and is he really trying to get his job back? I think you he understand really what wants I'm to saying? play football. And it's like Nessa, I feel like Nessa is doing him a disservice by being so fucking vocal and not even not even being vocal, but like being this whole like fuck the NFL, like we don't watch the NFL. Meanwhile, he about this run, skip, and hop to these workouts. And he was very Talking excited. About, I've been working out for three, three years, years, and I'm 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 physically fit and shit. That's but I thought it was fuck do. the NFL though. Because if it's fuck the NFL, it's fuck the NFL. You get what I'm saying? Like if it's fuck this establishment. I don't even want to work for you motherfuckers no more. It ain't fuck you the know? NFL if your bills is called. That's what I'm saying. And she's it's just t- like, I have a, I just have a, it, it confuses me. And I don't like the discrepancy of choosing when you want to say, fuck this 
establishment and when you're like oh we're about to get a workout let's and that's my thing is know? this this uh young woman speaking on his behalf so much and yet colin kaepernick like we can't say that he has like just like said that anything she said is not correct but yeah. also he had a settlement to where he can't even speak about this thank shit. you he but still got paid it's, friends it's, so it's just like I think she just needs to be quiet. Yeah, she um, does. She absolutely the fuck she's does. She's creating the fuck up. a narrative um, that I don't think Colin Kaepernick necessarily is trying to portray. That's what I'm um, saying. And he cannot say anything because he's contractually obligated right. with his settlement agreement um, that he cannot speak about this. Mm-hmm. So it's just like if you, he has has said outwardly that he is excited to try yes, out did. how he has been preparing for this for three years. Put that whole so, promo out. Right. So, like, Nessa, girl, just Shut be your quiet. ass up. Like, just fuck him, suck him. Do what you got to do. Be his, you know, his, his support system quietly, though, because you seem as though you are fucking up the bag. Like, you see, like, like you never know. Niggas might fucking... Have heard her ass say some wild shit on the radio. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like, it was just like, all right, so we not fucking with exactly. it. Exactly. I'm not saying that that's what happened. This is but, all. Alleged, I mean, this is all allegedly according right. to Amber. But I'm just saying. Right, like, right, right. Um. So I mean, uh, from this whole situation, I am uh, incredibly disappointed for Colin because it seems like this is something that he was looking forward to, mm-hmm. based on what he said. Yeah. However, with the promo video out, he could have that could have been part of his settlement agreement. Right, you know, <laughs> um, exactly. But however, no, no. Um, man, I feel bad, you know, yeah, and a, a lot of people were like, well, yeah, like a lot of coaches and teams are not coming out for a trial or workout when Sunday is game day and all the teams are preparing exactly. for nobody's game day. Practicing, uh, working out on a Saturday. Right. So nobody's doing that. So it's just like it was set up, I don't know, for whatever press. Mm-hmm. reasons that they did that for so it, it, I, I feel bad about it um and i i will try to keep you guys all posted yeah. on that story as it um continues another and this will be my last topic um a lot of people have been very greatly interested in a new artist well she's kind of new on the mainstream excuse me um her name is summer walker mm-hmm. and um summer walker has recently announced how she is canceling the rest of the dates on her tour just due to how this tour and her stardom has been affecting her mental wellness so i'm gonna play this video Damn, because I there were people that. um that had their ways that they felt about this so um People had different responses to this, and I I think it's a conversation to be had. Um, but also just want to talk about Summer Walker. So let me go ahead and play the video. If I'm gonna turn my phone up because I turned that joint down, then I'm gonna go ahead and press this thing. Um, I just want to say that I really, really, really appreciate um, anyone who genuinely loves my music, my music comes to the shows, comes to the meet and greets. Um, supports me and really love and accept and respect my um, my personality. Um, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to finish this tour because it doesn't really coexist with my social anxiety and um, my introverted personality. Um, but I, I really hope that people understand and respect that at the end of the day, I'm a person. I have feelings. 
Um, you know, I get tired. I get sad. Um, and it's just a lot. And so I, I don't want to lose myself for someone else. I, I want to give y'all what I can. Um, so I'm going to keep making music and I'm going to do a few shows, but I can't finish. Okay, so I'm sure that that is very disappointing to her fans because I know that there are some really um, dedicated Summer Walker fans. My baby sister being one of them, she loves that girl. And I believe she did buy tickets for her New York City show that was happening in December. However, reportedly, um, those the shows that were left over will all be, you know, tickets will be refunded and mm-hmm. all of that good stuff um however you know she did receive some backlash about you know making this decision and i think a lot of the times when um stardom happens for these um young new upcoming artists so quickly that they are just not prepared for what it entails yeah um and it's like I don't blame her for canceling. Like she had to do what was best for her. However, the people her, around her who are running her business should know that about her and should not be setting up meet and greets. I know plenty of people right. who um, are, you know, in the entertainment industry. I have friends and and know people who have been podcasters who don't do meet and greets for that purpose. Because they do not want, like, they just don't have the social anxiety to do that with people. And so I just think that it's, you know, when artists enter into these uh, business relationships with execs and things like that, that, you know, you really do need to have somebody in your corner that is really bad for you. Because a lot of the times with you, when you're involved with these execs in the music industry, that they, they have created who your persona is supposed to be. So mm-hmm. they're just running based on that. And they're not even thinking about you as an individual. Yeah. Um. So, you know, I know it's disappointing to her fans that, you know, that she will not be there, but I've, I watched a video of her on stage at a recent show with Usher and she has a song with Usher. Usher came out to do the song with her. And you can just see how she was just so disconnected from the performance. And if I was there watching that show, I would be pretty fucking bored watching her right. on that stage. It's so weird to watch her perform. I yeah. watched her um, Tiny Desk mm-hmm. on NPR, like the YouTube series. Mm-hmm. And first of all, I mean, she has an amazing voice. But like to watch her sing. It's weird. You don't even... She looks like she's sitting here just like me talking, but she's singing. Mm-hmm. And she has no, like, I mean, I'm not saying it's to bash her, mm-hmm. but it's like, that was my first time actually, like, understanding what she, because I've been hearing her mm-hmm. say she has social anxiety and she doesn't. Like, somebody said um, on Twitter to her something about, like, what's your favorite part about perform or what song is your favorite to perform? And she just put the upside down um, smiley face and then somebody else responded like she probably doesn't want to perform any of them, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm just like, look at, she looks like she's talking mm-hmm. and she's singing this beautiful voice. And she just looks like she, she don't have no emotion in her face. Mm-hmm. She's sitting there playing her guitar. How old is she? I don't know. She has to be no older than like 22, 23 years old. Damn it. She's now, a v- very young girl. I, I want to speak on that. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's a a very touchy-feely situation, right? Mm -hmm. You're an artist. You know, like a painter paints a picture and people buy it. He doesn't have to go and do uh, autograph signings and shit Mm -hmm. like that. When you're a musical artist, it's like 
you sign up for that, but you don't really sign mm-hmm. up for that. I'm an artist. I like to make music. I, like music. I put my music out. You know what I mean? So it's like performing it and all that other stuff, you have to want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I think people should be you know, sensitive to yeah. that that an artist doesn't want to do all Absolutely. that and yeah. just appreciate the music, music that you actually yeah. get. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's a tough spot to be in. Yeah, and artist. that's where the money comes yeah. in really shows. Yeah, because that's what I'm where saying. The money that's is a at, fact. So. Yeah. But, you, but honestly, if she's as young as you, you said that she is, she may not know, like, or what to tell her, her, her crew, like, what I do like and what I don't like. Um... And we don't know the background story of it because it could be like pe- people right. forced her into doing it, and it could have just been a hobby for her. So she, so say she'd be a great singer, but what if she liked volleyball or basketball or something yeah. like that, and they forced her into singing because they knew that she heard a good voice. So it could be a number of things that took into that can be taken into account, right. and she may. It may like fall to to ashes, and she may be happy with it. Right, I think right. so because a lot, of people, a lot of artists are like that. Right. Yeah, they just give up music, man. Fuck that. Right, right. Yeah. she <laughs> was doing so well because she has put out projects like before this one, but this one is like when she I guess got signed. Yeah, and but she was doing like her music came out fast like quicker and you know it was still a thing but it was very underground and I think that's the space that she wanted to be in. But uh, she's also um in a relationship with a very popular producer London mm-hmm. on the track and you know he's yeah, very mainstream now so it might like you know that could have been influenced to why she was like well but let's just go out here and too. do that that relationship that relationship is oh, weird it me so it's much. weird for me as well I'm I, like oh if that should go wrong <laughs> like it's, I'm scared for her if that doesn't go have you go ever seen way. this video on Vine every kiss begins no. with K ooh baby that's Mm-mm. Summer Walker mm. this video is from 2010 mm-hmm. I wanna say um Oh shit! I put it on mute. And somebody tweeted this today, like, "Yo, that's fucking Summer Walker." Hold on. Oh my god, something else is playing. Hold on. Oh. That's her. This video from like nine years ago. I mean, that's how my sister taught me about her from like you know Vine and Twitter, and then and I remember this video from all those years Mm -hmm. ago, and I'm like, oh shoot, and that's that's her. And it's just like I'm sure, like with that, it just it just took off from yeah. her for her from yeah. there. So it, you know, if she could be in a place right now where she's just like confused, like I love what I do, but like not like this. And yeah. honestly, another artist that's big now who also um went on IG live a while back and was just like. I love to be an artist. Her name, well, we I don't know if everyone knows about Ari Linux, but she recently went on her live and was just like, yeah, um. Like, I love to sing. I love what I do, but I don't like this. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like this. I don't like, I wasn't prepared for this. I wasn't ready for this because Ari blew up and her music, you know, her music has always been very great, but she was used to being that underground, like, right. artist. And she's now funny that she's shit. Yo, and she's very honest. Right. Like, she is so transparent. All that, um, all those like interludes that you hear on her album were taken from her IG live. Exactly. And like that's just who she was. And it's just like, okay, now I'm Ari Lennox. Like now everybody sweat me. Now everybody needs to take a picture with me. Now everybody needs me to be here and be there. Right. Now I have to talk to these people. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't remember if it was her or Summer <clears throat> that was just like, I'm an empath. So like I can't be hugging everybody. Right. Like and I don't wanna come off as being this selfish like 
up up to my head in this shit type of artist where everybody thinks that but i've i know people walk around with smiles on their faces and they feeling like shit on the inside so when i hug them that shit transfers to me and i feel that shit Mm -hmm. so i don't want to be hugging people and i'm a big like I'm who you hugging? That. Who you want to be loving? Right. <laughs> you cannot let everybody touch you because that you don't know the energy that they might be transferring off, you know, through this simple interaction. And sometimes people come with bad intentions anyway, unknowingly. But anyway, you know, for these artists that are coming out here and, you know, they're just trying to be you know, do their music and, and just be in their creative space. So, like, they're so, they're so young, they don't even understand that when they sign up for the business, where it's going to take them. And so I just think, like, you know, sometimes it's important to have people around you that are going to just guide you, not yeah. just, you know, you sign this paper, I'm your manager. Like, if you're going to have somebody manage you, that person really needs to care about you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the celebrity p- news portion of the socials. Okay. Um, it's eight twenty-five. So. Oh wow! Sorry. I'm actually not gonna do mm-hmm. the news. I don't want to talk about that shit anyway. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's just sad and it's just a lot. So yeah, no. Um, oh wow! I didn't even talk about the um gosh darn thing. Don't even worry about it. Oh. We're just gonna go into our next segment. Oh look. Oh okay. <laughs> um. So let's do it then, because mm-hmm. I actually want to talk about it. Um. So. We were supposed to segue uh, into. We're going to segue. Okay, so <laughs> I don't. You guys have had like we. You have had to been reading the news about Ti taking his daughter to the gynecologist to check her hymen um, since her 16th birthday, I think, and she's now 18. Um, he was crazy. It, that's wild. He was on um, a podcast called. Um, I'm so sorry. He went on a podcast with one of the hosts is actually Miguel's fiance or wife. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh huh. So I'm gonna quote him. He uh, he was in an interview with Nazan and Mandy and Nadia Moham on a podcast called Ladies Like Us, and he was talking about his parenting style. Um, when he was asked about has what whether he has had the sex talk with his daughter. He pointed to this approach with his eldest daughter, um, Deja. She's the artist, right? No. 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 Oh, okay. So That's this one is not, is Zonique. not, what's Z- the name's daughter? It's not Zonique Tiny's daughter. It's Tiny's daughter, who is the musician. I thought the same thing. Okay. They broke it down for me. Deja is 18, year, 18 years old as of now, and she's in her first year of college. But he goes to say, not only have we had the conversation, we have yearly trips to the gynecologist to check her her hymen. And yes, I go with her. Um, he mentioned now how after her 16th birthday party, he put a sticky note on her door that said, gyno, tomorrow, 930. So he, I'm quoting him now. So we'll go and sit down and the doctor comes and talk and the doctor's maintaining a high level of professionalism. He's like, you know, sir, I have to, in order to share information, basically saying that Deja will have to sign some paperwork. T.I. says to Deja, Deja, they want you to sign this so we can share information. Is there anything you would not want me to know? See, Doc, ain't no problem. And she signed the paperwork. That's disgusting. And so much. And 18, she don't have to sign them. Right. No, she no, does not. But this was after her 16th birthday. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay. So now she's 18. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, 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 she, he don't have to go if she don't want him to go. Right. Um, but I can 
I don't. I, she probably he already probably instilled this fear in her, like, yeah. oh, my father gotta come with me to the doctor. Right. But he also noted. T. I also noted that he was informed that the hymen could be broken in other ways than sexual penetration. Um. How? It could oh, be like uh, being bikes, an athlete, sports. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Horseback riding. Yeah, anything. anything. Yeah, it's oh. not just from sex, which is, yeah, right. So and personal pleasure, right? No. Okay. Uh, I mean, I would assume so if you wilding and you using if a brush using, and yeah. fucking aerosol. Okay. <laughs> like, like no, for real. Yeah. If you wilding, sure. Right. <laughs> I mean, but T.I. Sure. to say. So, so after the doctor tells him that, he says, "I said, look, doc, she don't ride no horses, she don't ride no bikes, she don't play no sport, no sports. Just check the hymen, please, and give me back my results expeditiously." Mm. Like that's wow. not even fucking funny. It's disgusting. Yo, she's gonna go buck wild soon as she gets some dick. Like she gonna buck wild. It's disgusting, and it's like not only that. Like wow. a, you are objectifying your daughter, mm-hmm. right? She's no longer a human. That's Mm-mm. the hardest thing. Why you fucking go public with it and your mm-hmm. ti? Your ti. Right. She's already nothing. famous, right? From the show, right? Right. right. Now, right, and she, right. she was a kid on the show, so here's the gross part, right? You know the gross part. We remember her as. 14 year old mm-hmm. uh, right. Deja Right Now everyone has These visuals of Deja Having sex I'm sorry mm-hmm. But this is what The reality is mm-hmm. Right So now there's this real, this Weird juxta- juxtaposition Of 14 year old Deja And 18 year old Deja And Now it's like For me It's like Not that I'm thinking about this But I'm just saying Like I was telling them Like yo I could be a quote unquote virgin and have mad dicks in my ass, mad dicks mouth. in my mouth, down my throat. Like I don't have to be a vaginal uh have to be having sex vaginally, but you could be having sex other you ways. You still be sexually active. Absolutely. Will a woman have sex the first time in the ass? It doesn't matter, but the point is like she can. And right. would still be I a vaginal agree, oh, because his damn. thing is I'm he's putting so much on emphasis the, on the hymen <laughs> being broken as opposed to just having an adult, <laughs> <laughs> an adult conversation with his fucking daughter about sex if that's what you choose to do i guess right now as as a 16 and 17 year old fine like not everybody has the sex talk with their parents i ain't have that talk um to each his own but i just feel like a dad or a mom and i don't because i don't want to come off as like you know, I w- it would be okay if it was a mom. I don't give a fuck who you are. Nobody should be the gatekeeper over someone else's sex life mm-hmm. or their body or their body part, mm-hmm. right? That's Making how you it seem like a she girl to be a woman, and not only that, out. you're now valuing me with my virginity. Mm-hmm. You're, 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 I'm no longer worth anything if I have if sex. I, right. If I'm not a virgin. If my hymen is broken, you're going to do X, Y, and Z to me. Right. right. You're going to take away my you're gonna phone. Punish you're going to punish me because I had sex. Meanwhile, she's going to have sex and she's going to have a lot of sex. Like, yeah. what the fuck do you want her to do? Now you're encouraging her if you not if, if you ask me and you're encouraging encouraging these dirty ass boys to now want to be the one to quote unquote break what? her hymen. Are so you kidding me? Fact. So it's disgusting so, so, that so, we're even having this conversation. So what? So along the lines of what you said, was what was going through my head was with everything that's going on, and they live in Atlanta, <clears throat> right? 
um, what's going on with the whole um, sex, sex trafficking, trafficking yep. and the whole kidnapping thing? Mm-hmm. Um, like you promoting the you, shit. You, it's just like you giving it more reason for people to go out there, and like you said, to Location. want to be that one, or two, to say, oh, to to taunt her or kidnap her, and I hope it never happens. Right. To say, oh, yo, I got it. Say, Ti, what's up? Like. I don't feel and like it needs to be out there because number one, like you said, you're famous. So you putting your business out there, and then your daughter is looked at in another w- in another way. It's embarrassing. And, and the rest of young black girls or young black girls are, or young girls period are being looked at in a certain way because here you have this man who has a big voice saying this is putting more value on these young virgin bodies mm-hmm. for these predators to go out there and look for more young girls that like are you're, like you're perpetuating the disgusting the vi- right. um, rhetoric that. You know, oh, it's better with a virgin, or mm-hmm. is this, or is that, right? Like you're perpetuating that disgusting mentality. Little do you know, and I feel like this is something that just backfired on him. Honestly, mm-hmm. I can't allow myself to believe the Ti like just consciously like said some wild shit about like about his fucking child like this on a public platform like he did. And I heard he said that he has a whole like different side of feeling a way about his sex son? with his son oh yeah he said it's a double standard how it's a double standard so it's just like so you think that like it's just what it is and so you could tell your sons that how they supposed to pursue girls or what they gonna do and how they supposed to do it but your daughter she can't he do it that. at all but said. with the second thing he had they 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 talk about this whole and they pride themselves on this family value yes you have Tiny's daughter. So it's just like, before y'all told me that the girl, um, Zane, Z- Zanique, wasn't mm-hmm. um, Tiny's. Zanique is Tiny's. No, D- Tiny, no, Tiny and Tia's daughter. Zanique is their daughter. I'm sorry. You're right. It's only Tiny's daughter. It's only Tiny's daughter. Yeah. So before y'all, I, I, my whole mindset was I knew that some of the kids mm-hmm. were... Um, were T were were Tia's before they got married, yeah. but I was under depression. Like Zanique was the oldest daughter of them of both, of them, and yeah. that's the one that started the whole yeah. the bond. So when y'all told me that, I'm like, okay, so why didn't he? Why isn't he doing this to Zanique? Mm-hmm. And again, I'm thinking like you 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 priding yourself on this whole family value. Why didn't you do the Tazani? Right. She was in the house too. Yeah. And she, and from what I remember, she was in the house before you could probably, she could probably lose her virginity. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, people losing their virginity at an <gasps> earlier di- age now. But yo, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you apply right. this much pressure? Because then in my mind, it can be like, okay, you did it to Zanik. Mm-hmm. You're doing this to Deja. Now you're going to do this to little princess that's like three years old now exactly. or four years old now. So it's just like a repetitive thing. It's disgusting. Like, so it's you like only, now these children have this to look for you know right. what i mean like this is what they look forward to i just wanted to point out the fact that um the girl deja actually unfollowed him um and her family after um you know he made those comments and it was actually some screenshots of deja um 
liking some responses of people saying how disgusting he was you know she was liking those those tweets because it's like god damn like she probably was caught by surprise just like we was mm-hmm. you like, know what i mean like nigga you saying this shit for clout this. that was literally for clout yeah like it had to it's no way you you're not about to use and me we talking about me and my body okay. my life you talk and you just basically put out to the world that i am still a virgin and right. she's in college right so now I got to deal with people coming up to me, talking to me and saying all this stuff. Well, your father said he right. out here checking your vagina every year. Yeah. So, you know, like, loud look, he didn't even think about her yeah, in that it, aspect. It just, and I would feel the same way. Like, you supposed to be my dad. You supposed to be protecting me. And now you don't even know the trouble you, that you just put a target me. on my fucking back. Right. You know how real fucked up it is? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Precisely. I don't watch the show. Yeah. Precisely. I it in the beginning, I think, a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. That's how fucked up it is. Right. Uh-huh. People like me that don't even watch the show. No. I know that this girl exists. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's, it's really fucked that. up. And mm-hmm. what about the wrong people, right? Mm-hmm. Who have never heard of her and who have never. Uh, now they've seen a picture. Yeah. Beautiful girl. Yeah, I saw that part. Mm-hmm. That is disgusting. Oh, that shit fucked me up. But um, speaking of misogyny and speaking of fucked up shit that black men do, um, let's go to something that I heard today on the Grams. Um, there's a guy called Charity Croft. Apparently, he does a lot of um, like rants on IGTV, and he did one today that really not resonated. It did resonate with me, and I just felt like we need to at least have a quick little discussion about it on the show because I think we're all educated people and we can have a healthy conversation about it. The title of this particular rant, and I'm going to play about 45 seconds of the beginning of it so you can just see the the direction in which he's going. Um, It's called, Are Straight Black (coughs) Men the White People of Black People? So I'm going to say it again. Are straight black men the white people of black people? So I'm going to play the first what little. What the fuck is that? Right. That's exactly <laughs> what I said. And it took me maybe like seeing five people that I know retweeting this, re-block, re-posting it on my Instagram for me to even watch it. And then when I watched it, I reposted it myself because I'm like, he has a hell of a fucking point. So. Oh. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Um. Let's go. Let's hopefully my phone is on. And. What's good? My name is Charity Crawford. You know what's super annoying? When we as black people try to talk to white people about their privilege, we'd be like, hey, friend, I know that you're not a racist, murdering slave owner, but you still do benefit from a historical system of white supremacy that has put your people at the top and my people at the bottom. And then they respond like, no, bro, my nigga, I'm the furthest thing from privilege. And racism is basically over. I'm struggling just like you. And in all honesty, if you guys would just like focus on building up your families and stop, you know, selling drugs, you'd be better off. Of course, this is a response completely rooted in privilege, and only someone that is totally unaffected by racism can say something as crazy as racism is basically over. Well, check this out. That's the same type of stuff that we as black men always say to black women every time they try to check us on our male privilege and sexist ways. We just act like they're the ones stripping and we tell them they're really not being oppressed by men and it's all in their heads. We can only say something as crazy as that because we are not the ones being affected by that type of oppression. And th- okay, so that was just the first like minute and 10 seconds. Um, again, his name is Charity Croft, C-R-O-F-F. I implore you to just go find this six minute IGTV episode of which he is explaining how, um, white people sometimes I'll say 
white people who think that they are allies sometimes do not also do not see their privilege and he compares that directly to black men who do not see the privilege that they have um just as being a black man over a black woman so um we were kind of talking about this conversation um in pre-production um in that there are so many what's the word injustices discriminatory Mm -hmm. um actions that are taken out against all 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 black people right Mm -hmm. um but what he is doing is pointing out the privilege that black men have over black women one example he gave that i thought was extremely um it was it was enlightening to me because it was something that I did not that, that I did not know. He said that if you have this conversation with a straight black man, mm-hmm. that that part and before I get into that, I appreciate that he made the distinction of it being a straight black man, right? Instead of any other uh uh sexual sexual orientation of a black man because you know, a gay black man then has has that almost like that same level of like non-privileged as a black woman still ain't the same but i would say it will be a straight black man then a you know not straight black man and then a black woman and then all the other sexual orientations for black women right mm-hmm. are under straight black women so i'm not saying that straight black women are the bottom of the totem pole but one of his points was that if you have this conversation about how black men have a privilege a black man might say but what do you how could you say that when police are killing us Mm-hmm. left and right we getting shot by the police unarmed left and right the fact that he brought to the table was that black women are actually killed by the police at a higher rate oh. than black men are killed by the police and why don't we know this because of the privilege it is to be a man over it is to be a woman that it is more exciting to hear about a black man being shot and killed than it is to hear about a black woman being shot and killed on the news so that is just one like it's a trash example right and it's a trash pl- privilege to have, mm. but it's still a privilege in terms of word the word being put out. Even he he says one thing. He's I wish I had the time mark of where he said even in death, mm. a black man is more privileged privileged than a black woman. That shit is fucking crazy. Mm. Even in fucking death, you are more privileged than me, right? That's just one example. Um, he gave he gave plenty, mm-hmm. but I wanted to bring it to people the front of people's brain because there is a lot of shit the fuck going on right now in the world and this whole sex trafficking shit not saying that black men or black women or whomever is doing it because it's it's men and women of all colors and creeds Uh, uh taking people taking black women and killing them and using them as as you know objects and forcing them into sex trafficking but we can't allow ourselves to be so ignorant of the fact that black women are fucked right now nobody gives a fuck about us and we 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 scream this shit a lot on Mm -hmm. this show but listen it's no fucking way that 75 fucking thousand black women and children and i'm sorry girls are just disappearing into thin air Uh okay it's no fucking way and nobody gives a fuck about it and one thing he talks about is how the black man will say oh well you know oh well it's okay because you know and it's like no it's not the fuck okay Uh and we need motherfuckers to actually give a shit about us black women have the highest rate of death during pregnancies why because we have this stigma of being strong and of being valiant Mm -hmm. and of being able to take pain so when we complain to doctors hey 
something doesn't not really right. feel right mm-hmm. these motherfuckers are not treating us to to the point that they're supposed to be treating us and to the point that there was just a law passed and i forget which state that prevents doctors from not from basically it's preventing black black women from dying mm. you know while having a child which is supposed to be the miracle of life so i say all this to say we as black men black women the black community we need to fucking like get a grip and realize like i'm not you know i ain't this whole teppy person i'm not this woke person but we need to fucking realize what the hell is going on uh-huh. this shit is real these people taking people is t- i'm sorry and i i don't I, I said that i would never not specify the fact that it is black women and black girls that are being taken uh-huh. because we are the ones that are being taken at the highest fucking risk and nobody gives a shit about it no we are so immune to it we don't repost the shit when we when we see it we don't fucking retweet it we don't put it on our facebook we don't repost it on instagram because why oh it's just another black girl uh-huh. you know what i'm saying and that's then they fucked put up and we that- are sexualized from child ages we are sexualized from from then, which also subliminally and subconsciously makes people feel, oh, it's just another black girl. It's okay. It's not a big deal. It's an excuse. It is an excuse. And it, it, it's it, fucked it, up. It, it's, it's, a, it's a really big excuse that we need to address when it's first brought to our attention. Absolutely. Um, and I say that to say because a couple weeks ago um, – was it it probably was like yeah it was a couple weeks ago we were laughing at um this meme of this little boy and to to my understanding he had to be like white um he was either white or hispanic um but he was he had to be like five or not five he had to be like eight or nine and he was using that he was utilizing the word um nigga the whole time yeah this nigga and then he like he was just basically telling a story about how this girl played him and i'm um, like really downgrading he really didn't know um the the race of the girl let's just say she was like black or spanish or whatever she was but um the fact that we laughed at it not because me included i laughed at it and now it's having this conversation and watching on um on the socials that um that trina in florida and walmart cursing out a lady for calling her um i believe she called her a nigga or a bitch one of those but regardless of what it was i take it back to that little boy now is that grown woman this this man has now grown up and he felt we gave them the fast pass Mm -hmm. to feeling privileged to say whatever they want to say out their mouth so now i may have bumped you by mistake and the first thing that came in your mouth if it was a woman it's bitch move you shouldn't be calling nobody i mean you shouldn't call nobody out of their name Mm -hmm. like if it was by mistake or let's take it deeper um nigga move and like you say the wrong you say that to the wrong person and you may get your teeth you may be swallowing your teeth you may be your knee you may have to go see a plastic surgeon um but it's just like we gave them the privilege to say not the privilege but we gave them the um the past to say yo you could say that word or we laugh at it i mean no like we said in episodes ago we should be the only people to say that we should be only say that because guess what we the people that went through it like we had our president of the united states tell us that 
with everything that he's going on, what's going on with him, he felt that he was being lynched. <laughs> this man don't know nothing about being lynched. His ancestors don't know nothing about being lynched. So how the frick you could utilize a word? You could use it because, I mean, it's in the dictionary, but you know anything about being lynched? I don't know nothing about being lynched because I've never been lynched. But, I mean, you take, you you step me, you you put me into a um a time machine. I probably could find one of my ancestors that can tell sure. me about how they felt about being lynched and sure. scrutinized and beaten and, and taken from their their homeland and placed to a uh, a land where they felt like they were they, they 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 needed to adapt to it to a place where we felt like god damn it this is not my home and then you forced me to call this home and then my sisters my mothers my grandmothers was being raped by the white man absolutely and then guess what happened they were supposed to they was that's why they learn how to be that's how they got to be that's how they got the title of being strong because at that moment in time they could take whatever and now they made they brushed it under the rug mm -hmm. and they kept brushing in the rug and then it was like yo they could take everything so now it's not only the people of the past that said they could take anything it's the people of the of the present that they got this idea that came miraculously out of nowhere mm -hmm. That, oh yeah, they could take anything. Yeah. Black men could take anything. Black women could take anything. Oh, it's angry enough. black man, angry black, black woman. Yeah, you, you could sit there and um, you could sit there and and, and look at your social networks and your tell your, your your news networks and you could say, oh yeah, that's another black woman. Oh, um, she might have been wearing too skimpy of sure, a dress or a shirt because. Oh, so she 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 deserved to be kidnapped. No, she does not. Maybe her mother couldn't afford a new school outfit. Right. Maybe she got a growth spurt and her mother said, I was going to go to Walmart tomorrow to get you something. I said, you got with us to school. Absolutely. Like, you don't know the circumstances. And to be honest, not to go on a rant, but personally this week, like I said, I was in a bar and like... I Like I said, I had a decision to knock somebody upside their head or to walk away from that situation. And I decided to walk away because guess what's going to happen? I could have been in Jer the Jersey Journal this week as an angry black man. But they don't say that he was taunted. Or if it was a woman, she was taunted. So she or he was left to, to have to defend themselves. Mm -hmm. well, that's why when shit happens... They notice as the as as the big gorilla or the angry monster. We not angry. We we can endure a lot, and the reason why we get we endure so much is because we hold so much in. Our ancestors went for hundreds of years in captivity and slavery for years suppressed until Miss Miss Harriet was singing that song. <laughs> That song, Wade in the Water, like, yo, it's so freaking crazy. Like, why the frick, when can we come to a time where as like, God damn it. Why can't you just say like, yo, they don't deserve this. I mean, there may be some people out there that say that, but God damn it. We need to come together, men, women, and different. Like, we need to stop, we need to stop passing judgment on everything. 
Like, God damn it. Like, who the fuck are you sitting up here trying to prove your shit to? Because at the end of the day, whatever you believe in, Allah, Jesus, God, when you get to them pearly gates or wherever you feel like your body going to be after you are six feet under, you're going to answer to somebody and he going to say he ain't going to ask you about um, Shaniqua down the street mm -hmm. or Latoya around the corner. He going to ask you about what you did. But I digress. That was a very long digress. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was see, we didn't argue about this. I let you rock because everything you said was very true. Because I didn't think about I didn't just think about the the male perspective. Because we need to think about the as unified perspective because we end this shit together. But what I was talking about what I was talking about was how the black woman is oppressed by the black man. Yes. I, I believe it too. And what you were talking about is how black people have been oppressed by the whites. Right? Yes, I can't I can't I can't really tell you. See you. where I'm going? Yeah. I see where I'm going? I don't I've never I don't know how to, I've never I was born <laughs> January 6, 1988. The doctor smacked my ass. I just want to know if you see where I'm going. You, I, I just want to know if you see where the road is taking me. But I us. but I, I I don't know how to I don't know how it feels to be a black woman. I, understand. I can I can again, I'm going to let Miss Michelle talk after this. Mm -hmm. But I can say to you that I try I, I try my hardest, damn near hardest, to protect all the black women that I came that I come encounter mm -hmm. with. So like I like I said, not only today but in the past, I've done I'm I've been if not, I've been trying to do my due diligence. Sure. So I don't know how to. So I can only tell you by my experience. So I don't know how it feels in your shoes to, to be oppressed by a, a black man. I do. How does it feel? Tell me. I don't know how it feels in your shoes. No, I but know. but I know how it feels because you know, in many years, mm -hmm. because I didn't play basketball, football, uh -huh. baseball, I was gay. Okay. I love to dance, and for those that may not know, I've danced professionally for fifteen years of my life. Right. So automatically, because I danced and I and and I found joy in it, I was a homosexual. Mm -hmm. Like. Why, why is that my own people, my own, my own brother, mm -hmm. my own friend yep. is sitting up here and when it's just like being picked last, playing, playing whatever sport, playing dodgeball, playing dodgeball and you like, well, damn, you my friend and you only sign with me because Jeffrey got more money or Jeffrey can, Jeffrey's father could get you into that school. Mm -hmm. Or you going or you sign with Jeffrey because in that moment it looked better to be friends with Jeffrey than it looked better to be friends with me. Mm -hmm. And you know, the old the old I thank God for strength. I thank God to for for being able to stand alone mm -hmm. because like I get it. Like I get it. Because like honestly, that shit hurts when it's just like you ain't your own your own fucking people your ain't fucking own with people you. and not fucking with you i can't walk down the street past a group of Got black it. men without feeling like straight i might black be man. Uh, yeah straight black men mm -hmm. that i without feeling like i might not either be disrespected 
without feeling like I'm obligated to speak to them, without feeling like I'm going, I'm a piece of meat, um, without feeling like I'm not even a human. And like, as if they are entitled to say the things and do the things that they do when they see a black woman walking in front of them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I totally agree um, with your, both of your standpoints. My only point um, was because I'm looking at this. I'm still looking at the screen, and he's saying, our straight black men, the white people of black people. And I think it in that aspect... Our straight black men, the white people of black people as a whole, absolutely. To black women, I I 125% stand on, but also to black people, period. And going back to your point, Joe, um, just because I see how people of the LGBTQ community are treated and the persona um, that comes from straight black men onto what a gay black man mm-hmm. is or how they over-sexualize lesbian relationships. Yep. And, you know, it's all based on all the comments that they have spewed out and the ideals and the stereotypes that these straight black men have created that have ostracized the other people of the black community. And you know what's crazy? You just reminded me of a point that um, Charity Croft said was that straight black men don't hate gay black men because they're gay they hate them because they're they hate the ones that are quote-unquote flamboyant and that are imitating women Mm -hmm. right and if you divulge into that and if you and if you if you divulge into that right and if you really dig deep into the ideology that like so the only reason you don't like this person is because they are simulating a woman what the fuck do you think about women then do you understand what I'm saying? What the fuck do you think about a woman? But yet your woman is your queen. Your black woman is this and your black woman is that. But because they this man is that. emulating that, you you hate him? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, it's a really, like, like I said, you can't I have this conversation with everybody. Because no. not everybody is going to, like... And I think a lot of it is because they have internalized that they, I feel like they have a certain jealousy towards gay black men who are open and who are confident in who they are because it is just something in them that they can't feel like they cannot Absolutely. portray who they really are. Absolutely. And so now they want to continue to throw stones at this person when really you wish you could be in that space that that person is in. Sure. You might not be gay, but there might be No, just the idea you. that you can't be comfortable right. within with your the, own with skin. Being who you are. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? That just brings another part point to me too. Not a point, but a, a question. Um, how do you feel about African 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 American women mm-hmm. standing behind the nonsense of um, what these black men are doing? What do you mean? I mean, like, like I who I, perpetuate these ideas? Yes. Oh, they dumb as fuck too. Fuck mm-hmm. them too. Because they, because they, <laughs> be, because the honestly, it's not only those men that he speaks about. Oh no, yeah, absolutely. It, there were they, women who were calling in on Hot ninety seven the other morning when he was talking about the uh, Ti thing, mm-hmm. and women calling in like, oh, you know, Ti you know, is absolutely sneaky. right, and girls are sneaky, mm-hmm. and you know, you gotta keep, and that's reserving her innocence, and girls are sneaky. And you got, what the fuck are you? Just because you was a hot ass, ass right. and you been fucking since you was eight, and you probably broke <laughs> your hymen eight. at seven, <laughs> bitch. Not the at fuck. Seven. Everybody is like that. But and the, you are perpetuating that same objectification of a girl of a woman. 
that 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 takes her humanity away from her she's now a animal like she's now a thing a something that can be owned which is like what and you know now what I'm i saying? know who she is uh-huh. in a negative way exactly but, th- but that's exactly just, that's just like what, what was it earlier this year or last year when um the surviving r kelly came out damn yeah. that was earlier this year that was this year damn this damn year. that was this year i think so right damn I think it was like it was like Christmas, New Year's sometime. God damn, this year's ending. Actually, it was like I know it was like was a holiday. Twelve weeks from October because it was like episode twelve, thirteen. Okay, there. so whatever it was, um, the fact that these women saw the movie Surviving Orchestra, the the series. So with however many episodes it was, and. I know he had Capricorn. I know his birthday around my birthday. They was going to his show. They went to his show, like. Throwing their panties yes, and I mean, working and doing all this shit to people. be one of them girls. Yeah, right. take I'll me, dumb you take all. me and kidnap me. Like, are you freaking kidding, kidding me? After these women done, like, begged and pleaded and cried and told you what they was doing, and it's so freaking crazy because at the top of the year, ending of last year, we talked about how women were taken into cat into confinement, so to speak. And at the bottom of the year, it's the same shit. Right, but now it's like this shit is finally getting the traction that it needs to be right. getting. Like, right. how can we can we really like take a look back over the years over how many times we've seen those missing persons? Right, those this girl has been missing. Like this, the girl in Atlanta, uh-huh. her whole fucking best friend killed her, uh-huh. and that I mean, wasn't even sex trafficking. The, right? the boy, the well, she was she planned it with her boyfriend because right. her right. boyfriend raped her. Like. Again, the boyfriend that, raped her, and her. That was her friend's boyfriend. Yes, her roommate. Her, her roommate, roommate. Her roommate at boyfriend. Clark Atlanta University. And my girl helped. The girl helped. You helped. Know? Was posting. My best friend is missing. Yada yada. Bitch, you know your boyfriend killed her by asphyxiation, and right. then they dumped her in some park, and then they finally uh-huh. like admitted it or whatever. But I say that to say it's like the value on our lives is so low. You know what I mean? The value on our lives is just so so low and i don't know how to help that rhetoric or help that you know value increase and i'm not saying every black man feels this way because obviously i got some friends who have wonderful black men in their lives and they love them and cherish them and treat them with all the respect that they are supposed to be treated with i'm just saying like overall and and i also don't want to discredit the fact that this sex trafficking shit has been happening forever we're just now sure. knowing about it. So I don't you know, I don't know what we can do as a show, as a platform, but if nothing else I can advocate for is gonna be the black woman mm-hmm. and it's gonna be the black woman. Okay? Like it it just is what it is because who the fuck else is gonna do it? If we don't if we don't do it. You know, I can't worry about the black woman who don't who are self-loathing and who don't see the value in themselves. But God damn it, I know my worth. And all I can do is hope that I can help other black women and black young girls, you know, find out their worth and, and learn to love themselves. It's mm-hmm. it's just like all black lives matter. People were saying, oh, you're singling now. You're singling. Yeah. Yeah, motherfucker, because nobody else is. Exactly. Right. So if nobody else is, then right. somebody has to actually take that. And we the only motherfuckers that's being so. fucking killed out here. Like, we the only ones. 
it's sad that there's so many so many complexities within this shit right you got black men being killed by the cops you got black women being killed mm-hmm. by the cops you got black women being fucking stolen and sold into sex slave sex trafficking and shit like that there's so many complexities into why we need to exclaim that our lives matter you get mm-hmm. what i'm saying it ain't just the police brutality it ain't just quote-unquote black on black crime it ain't just the hood niggas killing one another it ain't it's everything it's fucking everything and it's like how do we tackle it yeah right these are the conversations that people don't want to fucking have but they need to be had quite frankly yeah they need to be had and if god damn it that shit gonna start here it's gonna start here because mm-hmm. nobody talking about this shit yo everybody selling their shit everybody got their businesses everybody you know worried about their likes on instagram and shit and and whatever but it's like yo what the fuck happens when it's your cousin that has been taken and now you posting them fucking look for my cousin posts mm-hmm. or your sister you know, I never thought it would happen to me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. It should getting closer and closer, bro. And I can so wake the fuck up. Now. Like I look, I'm so afraid for my life because, like, now I notice how, like, I <coughs> commute. I'm by myself sometimes. I come home in the dark. I'm coming alone. Girl. I get so paranoid because I see these things that and how they are taking these black women and these black girls. And oh, I the Ubers. The Ubers. The Ubers. That's the other thing I wanted to say, bruh. I posted, I reposted you, yes. a video today of a young woman who was on Instagram who literally did a live right after she escaped a, a lift um, vehicle like, that she was taking to get to work because her car had just broken today, down. Just today, bro. And she noticed that the lift driver was going in all sorts of directions that were not leading to her job. She kept telling him, she like, like where this you is going? not the like, way why to are you go. Taking this way? Why are you like, taking this way? He would not respond not to her. her. He was telling her he knows where he's going. He pulled up behind a truck um the tr- a truck that he would not go around she's like why aren't you going around this truck the truck the driver of the truck goes and opens the gate to a warehouse and the the lift driver then proceeds to back into the gate of the warehouse and so luckily he can take she this got the fuck and out she got out the car and ran to her safety thank god but these are things that are happening like she was like, at a gas station she was at a gas station like waiting on the cops waiting for the police to come and so for myself now i I check my surroundings so much like today like two days ago i went back to pick up my car after i got off the train and i noticed that my car door was open and so i didn't even like i'm thinking about all the 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 the, the things that's going on it's like asia don't sit here and try to figure out why the door is open get in the fucking car lock the door and get the fuck out of here because i was scared i'm like what if somebody's waiting for me like you know, I'm and so. And these are things that we didn't think about. I, right. I, I'd have, I would, ne- have I would never park my car was- around the corner from my house and walk back to my house right. at three in the morning. But now it's like you can't do that. I can't do that shit no more. I will get the ticket because there's no parking. Mm-hmm. When you in an Uber, make sure you can open the door. If you getting in the backseat of an Uber, make sh- close the door and open, open that, that shit sh- back up yeah. and just make sure the child lock is not, not on. Because right. that's another thing. Make that sure your window ain't locked. Don't you either. supposed to check the license plate to make sure it's? They got your trackers. Uber? They yes. got ways to make it seem like it's them. And not only that, it's real Ubers. It's real Uber the, drivers. This other this other video I watched, right. the girl got in the Uber. It was her Uber driver. Like everything checked out. He canceled the ride before she knew it and cut his cut his phone off oh so when you cut your phone off uber don't track you but uber as a customer you can track your own ride Mm -hmm. so she like why my ride ain't start yet like what's going on 
The girl had to jump out of a moving fucking car, and then he must have turned his phone Man, back that on. Was some slick shit, slick, uh, quick thinking for her. Serious? Mm-hmm. She's like, she's li- literally asking him, like, dude, niggas don't you? do that. They just get in the Uber, and, and, and that's mm-hmm. exactly what she said. Let's she's go. like, you get in the Uber, you be getting on your phone, you mm-hmm. be listening to your music, Word. you're not even looking at your fucking surroundings. Wow. She had to jump out I of a moving Ubers car. Was trustworthy. Tonight. No, because mm-hmm. now these niggas are getting jobs as Uber drivers. And and taking people and pe- and these and traffickers are also putting trackers no on on pe- on women's cars that they have been watching. They're putting trackers under people's cars now. I came out the store one day and I saw somebody look like he came from under my truck or like might have passed behind my truck. I went under that. I laid on the ground in the parking lot to make sure it wasn't nothing under my car because it's like people are watching women who travel alone or yep. women who be out. People they are know. watching to see where you and. Then it was so weird because then it was a man in the parking lot who was trying to talk to me on my way into the store and waited and parked his car next to mine when I came out of the store. And then I see the guy that's coming from around my truck. And this man is like, where you live at? Like, you from around here? Where you stay? Like, what's your like, name? Yeah, like, trying, nuts, like it's just like, Fuck I here. can't even live my life regularly without being paranoid now because of what's going on. And these are the realities. These are just things. We ain't mm-hmm. planning to talk about this shit. I ain't know she had them stories. She ain't know I had the stories that I had. Like, this is shit that happens every fucking day. A woman cannot walk down the street without feeling like she's going to be fucking harassed by a bum-ass nigga. And when you don't want to say fucking hi back, you got to get called a bitch or worried about if you gonna get followed down the street or better yet fucking kill like these are the realities that women face and too many niggas and i say niggas as in you black motherfuckers who don't give a fuck about us need to start the fuck worrying about because the next thing that's gonna happen is gonna be your sister it's gonna be your cousin or your mother Who's going to be now sliced across her face because she ain't giving nigga no play walking down the street trying to get home like niggas think that we niggas making this shit up and it's no. it's the fucking I hate the fucking like when I was a pedestrian and I have no car nigga I hated going to work I hated fucking walking up the street on the light rail on them hot ass days because you want to wear a dress to work but you know the fucking pack of niggas gonna be on that corner now you gotta walk the fucking like niggas ain't got that's the black man straight man privilege that I'm talking about y'all don't have to worry about that bullshit because if you walking past a group of black women they probably hooting and hollering and trying to get your number on and y'all not y'all not afraid of that that's just scary for us because if we don't say anything back nigga it's a problem Mm -hmm. it's a fucking problem and you niggas need to talk to your corny ass boys who are the ones doing the shit because it might be people listening like well i don't do that Mm -hmm. i don't act like that but your fucking boys doing you know somebody Mm -hmm. that does Mm -hmm. that shit gotta fucking stop that's a fact that shit gotta stop. It's fucking corny. Ooh, gosh. Oh, gosh. I don't even want to share those stories, but it's just like, I want women to just be aware. Like, and being that we seeing this so much on social media, like, it, it is worth that repost. It is worth you watching that video and paying attention and Seriously. listening to that sister's story because you just never know. And if it sucks that we have to have this radar on, like, it's 24-7, but it's, it's unfortunately the cards that we have been dealt and we are being dealt with. And if nobody is going to protect us, we have to protect each other. Yeah. Um, and that's just what it is um well that was interesting that was heavy i'm glad we had that conversation because that shit was on my heart anyway it was heavy um it's the end of the show oh it is we're uh gonna get into final thoughts if y'all have one okay yeah i have one okay um my final thought is um 
and it's in honor of the um, creativity um, energy that I've gotten in the past couple weeks. Someone once said, if you look at the people in your circle and don't get inspired, then you don't have a circle. Hmm. You have a cage. Damn, mm. say that again? <laughs> Damn. If you look at the people in your circle and don't get inspired, then you don't have a circle. You have a cage. Wow. Mm. You're trapped. So. Big facts. <laughs> look around you. <laughs> and that's my final thought. Uh, My final thought, I'll be quick about it. Um... No, that one I can't be quick. I'm going to save that for next week. That'll actually be a segment about nothing. This uh, final thought, well, uh, I just want to talk to people who um, suffer from mental mm. illnesses really quickly about the feeling of numbness. Um, numbness may be a very comfortable place for you to be because you don't have to feel anything. However, it is the scariest and it's the most dangerous. So um, when you're feeling a feeling of numbness during your depression, meaning like you're not reacting to things that you should be feeling um, and you are, you don't have a desire to, I encourage you to do something to fight uh, that. Try to counteract that. Acknowledge your feelings. Speak to somebody. Um, it may not be someone that you would reach out to right away, but to somebody who might be able to to relate to how you feel um i understand what you know and as like being depressed just like being colorblind and everybody telling you how colorful the world is mm. everybody telling you how great everything is you, you should be happy right now you're doing so well or well, i don't fucking feel like that so mm -hmm. you know um that feeling of numbness and everything just fight through that try to like talk to someone who you know will understand i'm telling you um staying in the feeling of numbness is the most dangerous place you can stay in your mental wellness and that's my final thought. Okay. Um, my final thought is I'm talking to myself. So if this happens to resonate with anybody, um, good for you. So today, <laughs> I, I, that was that came off really sarcastically, but I didn't mean it that way. Um, today I released toxic thoughts and emotions, unhealthy environments, unfruitful relationships, thoughts of revenge and unforgiveness, thoughts of envy and strife, negative words I spoke about others, negative words I have spoken about myself. I let it go today, right now, and I live a life filled with love, peace, and freedom. And I say that because I am beginning to get into the practice of positive affirmations and believing them. Right. Because we could you can do as many positive affirmations as you can. Like, oh, I'm a queen and I am smart and, you know, money is flowing easily to me. But if you don't believe the affirmations that you are putting out into the world is useless. So. I am becoming a believer of what I say and I'm trying to be more intentional in what I say. And I feel like me saying it on the show is holding me accountable to actually feel those feelings and believe those statements that I said about myself I don't want to you know hold in any more ill will I don't want to have no more sadness towards any fucking body I'm not allowing anybody to hold any type of crazy emotions over me especially going into this new decade so I say all that to say Uncle Rod do you have anything 
pay attention when you're in the goddamn Ubers and them lifts. Yeah. Please pay attention. Y'all just fucked me up tonight. Mm-hmm. Big facts. Everybody, women and men, but right. mostly right. y'all women, y'all need to please pay attention right. in those goddamn ride shares. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> ride shares, right. And with all that being said, this is episode 51 of the People's Podcast. We thank you so much for tuning in every week. We love you. We will see you next week. Mm, bye. Bye. See you next week.